Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good afternoon. In for Rebecca Corral today, I'm Kim Foster. Here is what's happening at this hour. Santa Clara County officials ramping up their response to the coronavirus after announcing yesterday that large public gatherings are now outlawed. KCBS reporter Keith Manconi has been monitoring a public presentation on the health emergency. He joins us from the county building in San Jose. Keith. Kim, county officials holding a marathon presentation, still taking place right now, in fact. They're informing supervisors about what's being done within the county in response to coronavirus. This after emergency measures that you just mentioned were put in place yesterday evening. County Health Officer Dr. Sarah Cody says those were necessary as a response to the rapid rise in cases of unknown origin. So what that indicates is a significant level of community transmission. But again, we do not have the surveillance tools in place to clearly define. Department heads have been laying out their planned responses from encouraging county staff to take their sick time to ramping up cleaning of public facilities. Angelique Chiara of Valley Transport Authority says they're shifting funds. Um, to support enhanced cleaning and any personal protective equipment that um, our employees need. Meantime, concern over the impact on the homeless population is also running high. San Jose officials say that they're now suspending sweeps of encampments to prevent further spreading of this disease. In San Jose, Keith Manconi, KCBS. Just like in Japan, when the virus-stricken Diamond Princess ship crews docked in Yokoyama, the task of feeding the passengers and crew and rescue workers fell on some California chefs. As KCBS reporter Holly Kwan tells us, they're back at it again for the Grand Princess, now tied up at the Port of Oakland. Josh Phelps is driving a refrigerated truck onto the docks at the Port of Oakland to deliver salads and desserts for 2,300 people who remain on board. He works with World Central Kitchen, founded by Chef Jose Andreas. They've been at the Northern California wildfires, Southern California mudslides. Different than other ports, I guess, uh, Oakland Port is really susceptible to the tides. So uh, at certain hours, you cannot load anything on the boat. So um, dealing with a lot of variables. Phelps was just in Japan feeding the crew who remained on the Diamond princess as they finished out their quarantines. The risk of contagion means no chow lines like they usually set up. They don't want people coming out of their rooms and everyone moving around everywhere on the boat right now. It's just not safe. So we're doing everything individually packaged, individually wrapped, put in bags that can be left at their door. As you can imagine, even if you're just doing 3,500 meals, the labor intensity goes up. Which means volunteers are needed at their San Francisco cafeteria kitchen. You can sign up at wck.org. Holly Kwan, KCBS. 
A new study is giving doctors a better look at how the coronavirus operates, specifically how long it takes to go from initial infection to full-blown symptoms. KCBS's Susan Lee Taylor has that story. Dr. Justin Lessler is an associate professor with the Bloomberg School of Public Health at Johns Hopkins University and led the study that's determined the incubation time for the coronavirus. So about 50% of people will develop symptoms by five days. It takes about 12 days for uh, close to 100%. That 5 to 12 days is actually pretty typical for respiratory viruses. It's that long tail that's important for deciding how um, long people should self-isolate after an exposure or how long we should do active monitoring or formal quarantine. What the study doesn't tell us is how long we're contagious once we have the virus. However, operating under the assumption we're not very contagious before showing symptoms, and Dr. Lessler's quick to say they don't know that for sure, it does give an idea as to how long it is until you are contagious with full-blown symptoms. Susan Lee Taylor, KCBS. While many airlines are canceling flights in the wake of the coronavirus outbreak, Sanford's Cisco International Airport is preparing to open a brand new terminal named after one of the city's most famous elected leaders. KCBS's Matt Bigler has details from Harvey Milk Terminal 1. Construction crews are putting the finishing touches on the new Harvey Milk Terminal, which features gleaming new ticket counters, nine additional gates, three restaurants, four shops, and an exhibit from the SFO Museum honoring the first openly gay elected official in California. I'm looking at a beautiful photographic timeline of Harvey Milk's life with the dates 1930 to 1978. That's the year he was shot and killed at San Francisco City Hall. I'm glad the terminal's named after him. He's a very important activist and, um, you know, a big part of San Francisco. Says Andy Vogt, one of the artists whose sculpture is now on display in the terminal. SFO spokesperson Doug Yackel notes the exhibit is open to the public. And this is very cool because it's something that people pre-security can enjoy. So you don't just have to be a ticketed passenger to enjoy this. So we're hoping that the public can really enjoy what this facility is all about, and that's honoring Harvey Milk and his life. The $2.4 billion terminal will officially open open on March 24th. Meanwhile, many airlines here are starting to scale back flights in light of the coronavirus. We'll have details on that tomorrow on the KCBS Morning News. At Harvey Milk Terminal at SFO, Matt Bigler, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.